Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. It's not hard to see that we are absolutely seeing economic inflation right now. Have you noticed the increase in the cost of simple things like groceries? This inflation is something that will have an end. And sadly, we can't say just how bad the impact might be. This is yet just another sign of the times. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 25th, 2021. For today's update, I want to talk with you about what it is that we can expect to happen prior to the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ. Please know that these are in no way to be seen as predictions. Rather, they are biblical conclusions based on the current trajectory aligning with Bible prophecy. By that I mean with all that's happened heretofore, and the swiftness with which everything is happening now, this is what is very likely to happen next, and likely to happen fast. I'm going to paint the canvas with a broad brush in three arenas, economically, governmentally, and religiously. And the common denominator with all three of them is that they point to the imminent return of Jesus Christ in the rapture of the church. When I say imminent, I mean imminent. It can happen any minute. Imminent. Any minute. I'll give you some time on that one. I know it's early. It's my hope and my prayer, and this is really the purpose of these weekly prophecy updates, it's that all of us will have an urgency to get Jesus to people and people to Jesus as fast as we can. We have little time. I would even say we have no more time. While we're not yet in the tribulation, we can certainly expect to see prophecy fulfilled during the tribulation begin to come to pass before the tribulation. Does that make sense? In other words, we know that these are prophecies that will find their ultimate fulfillment in and during the seven-year tribulation, but 
here we are prior to the seven-year tribulation. And wouldn't it stand to reason that those prophecies would begin to, as one said, cast a shadow and begin to be visible, if I can say it like that, prior? That's exactly what's happening. Namely, that of putting in place a global economy, a global government, and a global religion in order for the Antichrist to hit the ground running, as it were. Make no mistake about it, the Antichrist is alive and well today. He has to be. He has not been revealed yet. Talk more about that in a moment. But he is alive and well today. And make no mistake about it, he does not set any of this up. It's already set up when he arrives on the scene. And all he does is just flick on the switch. All of the wiring, as it were, has been wired, and it's all been connected, and all he does when he comes on the scene is he just has it all ready to go, and he just flicks the switch. Now, in order for this to happen, it would stand to reason that Satan would already be in the process of getting everything set up, so to speak. And that's exactly what's happening as we speak. We'll start with the trajectory economically. The worsening of hyperinflation, which is a controlled demolition of the global economy. This is deliberate by design. Once completed, it will then ultimately serve its purpose of ushering in a new global and digital economy in the seven-year tribulation. It'll already be in place, and then it will be implemented, executed, if you prefer. By way of an illustration, it's like having a balloon that's been hyperinflated, only to have someone come along and pop it at the right time, so as to replace it with something different. That's what's happening right now. We're in that process now of this hyperinflation. This is Revelation chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. This is during the time of the tribulation, John is told to write, that which he sees will come after these things, after the church age. And it would seem that this is sometime at the beginning of the tribulation. Chapters 6 through 19 of Revelation are all about the seven-year tribulation. So John writes, verse 5, Revelation 6, when the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. This is commerce, buying and selling and trading. Then I heard what sounded 
like a voice among the four living creatures saying, two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. In other words, it will take an entire day's wages just to buy the ingredients for a loaf of bread. That's called hyperinflation. On Tuesday, the Daily Wire published an article about how inflation for food prices will hit 10 to 14 percent by October. Now, I happen to think that that is a very low number. And let's just say that that is the number and put this in perspective. One's grocery receipt will be 10 to $14 more for every $100 of groceries. Um, I'm thinking it's more like you pay twice as much to get half as much as what you used to be able to get. It's the age-old supply-demand principle, right? So if you have a depleted supply, you create an increasing demand, and it's cyclical because the increasing demand further exacerbates the already depleted supply. And when that happens, prices go up. That was Tuesday, but on Monday, The Hill posted an article titled, Inflation Inflation Data Deception. (laughs) It's a very interesting read. In it they say, in light of the presently pervasive inflation fear, consumers and businesses are likely to expect higher future prices. As a result, consumers will increase their demand for goods and services before they become more expensive. And businesses will raise their prices because they expect to pay more for labor and material. The U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics measures changes in inflation rate or CPI shifts based on more than 200 items that consumers are said to buy and consume. These include the following eight broad categories, as well as their relative weights. Listen to these percentages. Food and beverage, 14.6%. Housing, 42.6%. Not in Hawaii. (laughs) Don't get me started on that one. Transportation, 15.3%. Apparel, 3%. Medical care, 8.5%. Recreation, 5.7%. Education and communication, 7%. Other goods and services, 3.2%. Each of these categories was drastically affected during and post-pandemic in ways that cannot possibly be accurately captured by the CPI. The first three, which amount to, let this number sink in, 72.5% of the index 
provide ample illustration. Dare I say, you ain't seen nothing yet. Now, for those who are interested, we did a deep dive into this in our update last year on December 6th, titled The Great Setup. In it, we look at how the great setup will lead to the great reset, which is a global transition to a digital global economy. On April 4th, we looked at what's known as the social credit score financial system, and the update is titled Coming to a Head. We have those links there on the website. This brings us to the second one, which is the trajectory governmentally. I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say, because you're not hearing about this. World governments are on the cusp of a complete and total global collapse, and again by design. This is all planned, and it's by design to ultimately reach its intended end in the seven-year tribulation by ushering in this final global governance, specifically that of the final world kingdom consisting of ten kings over ten regions with the Antichrist ruling this global government, this one world government. Revelation chapter 13, first two verses. The dragon stood on the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns on its horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear, and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. Now these ten horns in Revelation are synonymous with the ten toes of Daniel. Let me read chapter 2 beginning in verse 40. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that crusheth all these, shall it break in pieces and crush. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, it shall be a divided kingdom, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay. Now this is where it gets interesting. I want you to listen again very carefully. And as the toes of the feet were part of the iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And Whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. 
Does that sound familiar? It should. We talked about this before. But they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron doth not mingle with clay. Daniel chapter 7, I want to begin reading in verse 23. He gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is a fourth kingdom that will appear on earth. This is the final kingdom. It will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth, the entire world, globally, the whole earth. You know what that means? (laughs) The whole earth. Trampling it down and crushing it. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from this kingdom. After them, another king will arise different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings. He will speak against the Most High and oppress His holy people, speaking of Israel, during the tribulation, and try to change the set times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into His hands for a time, times, and half a time. Three and a half years. Three and a half years. Now, time doesn't permit me to cover all the countries that today are in utter turmoil and chaos, like South Africa. We receive numerous emails asking us to pray for those that are in South Africa today. It is just horrific. And even more horrific in some ways is my birthplace of Lebanon. I would suggest that Lebanon right now, it hangs in the balance. And if, and it looks like more likely than when, than if, that government falls, it will give way to Hezbollah, which is Iran. And that would certainly comport with other Bible prophecies, specifically in Ezekiel 38, which has no mention of Lebanon, has no mention of Syria either, by the way, Jordan, Egypt. Well, all of these countries, even now, are on the verge of collapse. And this is again by design. (sighs) Certainly right here in the United States, I think it's just a matter of time. One need look no further than to Israel, God's prophetic clock, and the current government in Israel, to see that it's only a matter of time before the final global governance is a reality. On July 13th, the AL Monitor published an article titled, Israeli Prime Minister's Dysfunctional, Fragile Coalition Hits Reality. Here's a couple of quotes. Trying to please all components of his coalition, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett now heads a government that is too large, too spread out, and too geared on compromises. Are we surprised? 
Bennett was in a good mood when he arrived at his office July 11th. All in all, everything seemed to be working out. Bennett was finally breaking away from the ominous shadow of his predecessor. Then reality hit him in the face. Suddenly he was forced to contend with his new government. Once it was stripped of all the glittery packaging, the coalition turned out to be much more complicated than he imagined and far less stable too. This is indicative of all of the governments in the world today. They will all collapse and give way to this final world government. Pictured here is the World Economic Forum's webpage showing their global plan for global governance. This wheel, (laughs) it's a complex circular link to everything and anything, and I mean everything and anything you could think of, and then that which you wouldn't think of is linked. And it's linked to what they dub the Great Reset, which I believe is the Great Deception, vis-a-vis the Great Tribulation. It's all being set up. Well, this brings us to the third one, which is the trajectory religiously. A final unified one world religion which will coexist, swearing its allegiance to and worship of the beast. This worship of the beast will come by way of the image of the beast and the mark of the beast, all of which are foretold of in the book of Revelation and will soon be fulfilled in the tribulation. Revelation chapter 13 again, starting in verse 11. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth, the whole world, and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived, key word, deceived the inhabitants of the earth, the whole earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. 
He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.